0: So today I see an interesting tweet that says, Basie has partnered with Bape. And if you're not familiar, Bape is a Japanese high-end, I guess you would say, urban hip-hop clothing wear. And this was very popular in the States in the early 2000s, i would say about 2006, seven. That was when I was in college. And they have now partnered with Basie. And I thought that was this very interesting partnership because I always saw the connection there. And I'm a little surprised that it took this long for it to happen. However, we're going to dive into a couple things that's happening over there and just give my general thoughts of everything with this high-end premium brand and why I'm starting to think that Basie is starting to muddy up the waters a little bit and I'm not exactly sure where this brand is going. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value So, by the way, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to all of this. If you're interested in all of these types of stories, I do have the Nifty Business newsletter. Sign up for that at niftybusinessweek.com. Cover all sorts of different stories. Give you all my dates and when I'm going to be doing live streams and chats and spaces and so forth. Absolutely free. Please sign up for that. niftybusinessweek.com. But let's get to the story about Basie and Bait partnering up. So let's just do a little flashback to my college days. This is when I was selling all sorts of things, lacoste polos and football jerseys and fitted hats and all these different things. Mind you, these were different ones that I was finding on eBay and all these various sources that now with sense, I know they're absolutely knockoffs, but I was selling them on campus, making all sorts of money and all sorts of different things. As a football player, absolutely broke, completely different times than we have right now where football players and athletes are being thrown money by all sorts of brands. Well, at this time, football players, we didn't really have the time to even work, but we spent so many hours in practice in the film room and so forth. So we were doing all sorts of things. And for me, I was always doing online business. I was running t-shirt companies. So I was always keeping my eye on fashion, although I guess I would not say I was a fashion guru or anything. Now, this brand, Bape, came onto the scene. I wanna say it was about two 2006 that they became really popular in the states there is a district in new york city called the village and in particular there's an area within the village called soho and soho is is a very artsy high-end fashion place and I remember I was with my friend I was walking she was doing some retail therapy as she calls it anytime she would get into a bad relationship she would end up going out and spending so much money but anywho I was walking with her she knows about all these fashion things and spending all this money on all this and I was just along for the ride never been to Soho and it was like a complete circus I mean people with mohawks and riding unicycles backwards honestly it was like falling into Back to the Future 2 when you go to the future and like things are just weird and out of place. But it was just this one little district within uh, the area. So you'd walk, you're just walking in New York City, everything would seem normal and you'd round the corner into the village and into Soho and it was like you're in a different zone. So we go into this store, which is called Bape or the bathing ape, if you will. And it was a minimalist store, meaning that there was like no racks and shelves and all sorts of things. It was like one t-shirt on a table, one sneaker here in a glass case and so forth. It was wide open and it was just a really different retail experience than I've ever experienced in my life. There was no pricing on anything. And of course, if you've ever seen any of those comedy shows or whatever, they say, well, if you have to hack the price, then you can't afford it. Well, this was definitely the case with this. These t-shirts were selling for up as $500, just a regular t-shirt with the brand logo, the ape on the chest. Some of them were $500. They had sneakers, they had hoodies that had these crazy pattern prints and uh, just a lot of loud hip-hop vibes infused with, like, Japanese anime, and just, it was just very interesting, but anywho, the hip hop community jumped on this thing and rappers were promoting it and so forth. So within New York City, this thing just skyrocketed. It was like the cool thing. The fake ones, the knockoffs, for were selling for hundreds of dollars. So the real ones were extremely expensive. And for the most part, they were just t-shirts with a logo on them. But I must say that the, the sweatshirts and the hoodies were very elaborate. And I thought they were just very cool, at least at the time anyways, I would never wear them now. Even if I could afford, it's just something that doesn't really fit into my vibe and my fashion. However, it was just different times, right? So, of course, that went up like a rocket and came down just as fast. Within a couple years, no one really spoke about it anymore. They moved on to other brands and other flashy things, and it's just like what happens in Web3. You have the attention, prices go up, everyone floods in, it is the hot new thing, and then the crowd moves on to the next thing. And that is a thing with trending fashion and all these brands, and it's interesting that Basie would partner with this one. Now, the funny thing is, when Basie originally took off and Snoop and Eminem and all these celebrities and rappers were coming together, I instantly flashback, went back to this time when I was looking at the Bathing Ape, because that's what it really reminded me of, that whole vibes of everything that was happening with the celebrities, the colors and so forth. I was like, you know what? This really reminds me of Bape. So it's not really a big surprise that they're doing this collaboration now. But in the opening of this episode, I spoke about they're starting to muddy up the waters. You might be wondering, what exactly do I mean by that? Well, in the sense that I think they are in a conundrum right now, right? They obviously launched as a social club, if you will, and the price went off and the value was these airdrops that they were giving out to people. They launched the DAO and the tokens and all of these different things were happening. And for the most part, it was running on hype. And we often spoke about it as being a brand such as Supreme or now Bape and all of these different things. And it's like, well, really, what are they doing over there? Now, we understand they're they're building this metaverse game and these apps and all all sorts of things and they're becoming a gaming company now it's just very interesting to see like they're going after all of these different uh, communities at once and I don't really see too much overlap other than that Basie's doing it but we have the gaming community we have the high-end fashion community we have the collectors community and it's like they're trying to tap into all of these different things and I think it's a little bit confusing now gaming and investing into all that trying to build out this whole thing while remaining exclusive kind of seems counter Productive to me. So I don't know exactly what's going on there, but when it comes to the brand now, it's like, well, how do you scale 10,000? Of course, you want to make this exclusive, okay? Well, that's what Babe has in common with them. This is an exclusive, aspirational, high end brand that, like, not everybody can get into. Just the share price of it, even though it has come down quite a bit now, I was looking at the website recently and I'm looking at shirts for like 8,000, 9,000 yen because it's a Japanese company. So we're talking under $100 US now. This is far different from where it was when I was in school, 2006, 2007, those times. But prices are still high, however, nowhere near where they were. And it's very similar to what's happening with Basie, of course, from 150 ETH or whatever it was, all the way down to like 25 or something like that right now at the point of recording this. Like we see it's still very expensive, but nowhere near where it was before. But what exactly is going on here? The attention has shifted to other things. People are wondering, well, was this even justifiable at this price and so forth? But I would love to know what exactly is going in the minds of Basie. I really wanna see this brand grow into something big, but it's very confusing to me as to what do they represent? Who are they trying to speak to? Like, what are they trying to reach? It's very confusing to me. And I even think of what they're doing with the Made by Apes program, which is another initiative that they have where their holders can then use the IP to launch various brands. Even before this, they had the Bored and Hungry restaurants, they had the Jenkins the Valet book series, and so forth, and quite a few things. But now they put like this incubator, I guess you would say, the stamp of approval to say, Yes, this is an authentic made by apes business. And they could use whatever kind of ape branding associated with their NFT and so forth to then promote it. And I guess within the network, they'll support each other. You know, ape follow apes, will apes support apes? Come to our business, that sort of vibes. But again, who is this for? It's like going all over the place and as someone who is a podcaster researching this stuff, constantly talking about this stuff, looking at the overlap of marketing and business, target audiences and so forth. It's like there is so much going on right here that honestly, I don't know who it's for anymore. I have no clue who the Board Ape Yacht Club is for because initially I would say it was the meme crowd, the people that were on Reddit, 4chan and all these different places and they were just having a good time, hopping around from clubhouse rooms, making ape noises. Then it was like a cool social club everybody wanted to be in. Then, of course, they had all the celebrities and people come in. Now, how they got into that is up for debate. You can do the research and actually track it down. The vast majority of these celebrities actually received free apes from some whale, and it was all a marketing effort to bring them in. Of course, once they start tweeting about it, the general masses are going to follow it, and it's no different than what BAPE did or any of these luxury brands. Once you have celebrities and influencers doing it and pushing it and promoting it. Guess what? The crowd follows them. Okay, cool. So now it's an aspirational luxury brand. But then they start to talk about gaming in the metaverse and all this stuff. Okay, they're a gaming company. And now it's like, I don't know. What are you? So in this space, everyone likes to look at what Basie is doing in Yuga Labs and try to copy them. But I mean, I think this is probably the most dangerous business model or brand to even try to emulate or copy. Because if you step outside of Web3 and just look at any other brand that was built in the past, any other company, any other type of marketing or firm or whatever it has a specific target audience when it is successful. So if you can sift through all of this and tell me who is Basie's target audience, I would love to know because I am not seeing it. I don't know who this is for. But on a positive note, I don't want to end all doom and gloom and so forth. I think it is pretty cool that Basie and Bape is teaming up and they have this thing called rather than a bathing ape, which is the acronym for Bape, it is called a board ape. So... I like the artwork. I think it is very fitting. And of course, they put that basey skull and the logo within the pattern of a shirt with an ape. And I think it's really cool what they're doing. However, like I said, I just don't know who their target audience is. Love to hear your thoughts on that, your comments, concerns. I'm sure, I'm going to have a follow up. Again, that is niftybusinessweek.com for that newsletter. But I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.